Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all fantasy football lovers, welcome to Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway. You can find me on Twitter at hey underscore underscore mh. I try to keep updates on injuries, waiver wire pickups, and just daily comedic relief. I try my best. Also, Fantasy Fever is brought to you by the DMV Sports Network. So week one, man. Week one of the NFL season. In the books already. Amazing. Great, 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 great football for week one. A lot of great games. Packers defense looked pretty damn good. Patriots looked pretty damn good. Seahawks, they look suspect. I figured they would have blew the Bengals out, but that's just me. Saints and Texans, Monday Night Football, excellent, excellent game. Back and forth all the way to the end where the Saints won it by a field goal. What more can you ask for on the first weekend of the NFL season? Damn Raiders, with all that noise, they came out and they, they punched the team. They punched the team in the mouth. With all the noise, all the stuff going on around Antonio Brown, and they came out and punched back. That's uh, that's much respect. I have a deep, 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 deep thoughts and feelings for the Oakland Raiders. Um, it's more than football for for my love for the Raiders. It's definitely more than football, and um. So I always, always try to follow the Oakland Raiders, soon to be Las Vegas Raiders. My mom called me yesterday and said, hey, we got to make sure we get tickets to that opening game in the new uh, Las Vegas stadium next year. So definitely, definitely looking forward to that. And uh, I say always a soft spot, soft spot for me for the Oakland Raiders. Uh for, for a lot of different reasons, a lot of difficult reasons for me to actually talk about. So, but um, I did want to. I forgot to actually talk about it last week. Horrible of me. But this is um, Suicide Awareness Month. Um, and like I say, uh, part uh, part of the thing with the Raiders is 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 just that. Um, Suicide awareness is a big thing, and and the biggest thing, man. If you if you know somebody, if you know somebody that's going through a hard time, or somebody that's struggling with something or, or whatever, just just talk to them. Just talk to them. Just say, hey, how's it going? I'm here for you if you need me. Right, even if you don't want me, I'm here for you. Just let let people know that you that you're here for them and you and you're on their side, and they're not alone. 
and I think that 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 goes a long way, a uh, longer way than we expect it to go. Sometimes it's just good just to talk to people, and and sometimes people just want to know that somebody is actually listening to them. But yeah, it's it's um Suicide Awareness Month, so if you see somebody down and out out there, your homework, it's your homework. You see somebody down and out, just say hello. And say hello. Anything I can do for you. You don't gotta have a long conversation with them. If they start talking, just listen to them. Sometimes that's all you gotta do is just listen to people. But um, enough about that. Like I say, great first week of uh, the NFL season. And with that, I hope you guys did well on your first week of fantasy football. Um, I did okay. I won maybe about 20%, 30%, somewhere in there of all of my um, leagues that I have. So, um, I, you know, so like I say, I, I take this 100%. I am like the Bill Belichick of fantasy football. And, you know, I might get talked about when I say things like that, but I, I, I like it. I like it. This is, this is what I believe in. I believe in getting value. And I believe in taking the first couple weeks to kind of fill out your team. And once you do that, then you go on your little winning streak. So if you're losing, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. So come back next week and win a game. Make your changes. Pick up some players that's going to do something. And I'll tell you a couple players that you could have picked up this week and that you should have picked up. And make a change. You, your teams need to be ever-changing, ever-last-changing. Every week they should be a different team to where it's going to position you to be a winning team. So, where do we start? Injuries. Let's start with injuries. Injuries, injuries, injuries. Man, it's a lot of injuries this year. A lot of injuries already this year. And this is, to me, this is this is the biggest battle with fantasy football is just being able to survive injuries. I think last year I, I, I took on so many. I, I lost Melvin Gordon, and, and, and that was it for my team. It was, it was all over. So um, I think injuries is the biggest thing that, you need to be able to overcome. So what I do, I follow the fantasy doctors on Twitter, and that's at the T-H-E fantasy doctors, D-R-S, and follow these guys, and they have videos on their Twitter every day updating injuries, um, suggesting what you should do with players with particular injuries. Hell, if anything, uh, subscribe to these guys and and just learn, man. Uh, I mean, I, I 
I work in the I work in medicine a little bit. My uh, that's 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 my job. I work in medicine, and and I've just learned so much over the last week or so just about particular injuries or whatnot. And and these guys are on top of it. They give you a, a interesting breakdown on what's going on with particular players and and what kind of injury they have going on. And with any injury, and they're they're doing videos on each each person that's hurt, and and you know, and they're telling you what they recommend about these injuries. So it's um these guys are awesome. Uh, so I will definitely recommend them to you. So make sure you check them out, the Fantasy Doctors, on Twitter. So, like I said, let's start with the injuries. The injuries are are crazy, man. Uh, I was watching it, and I was like, damn, this is a lot. This is a lot of people going down. Uh, so, starting off with, the, uh, with Nick Foles, he broke his clavicle. He, he got put on IR. I think he got put on the IR boomerang, so he may be back week nine. Uh, Tyreek Hill. They officially put him out. They haven't put him on IR, but they put him out four to six weeks. He has a a clavicle ish issue. It's actually going to be a sternoclavicle issue. It's not like a, a simple clavicle break or fracture. So, and, and again, this is why the fantasy doctors are great because they explain these injuries into detail to where you can understand. Oh shit, he's probably not going to play next week because he uh, he has a broken collarbone. So, and they 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 put all this stuff in layman terms for you. Um, so Darius. Geis, for the running back for the Washington Redskins, he has some kind of meniscal injury going on. Um, he uh, he had surgery today, so kind of watch out for him. Um, he's still he's still a risky play because he's still getting over ACL injury from last year. So and his menis- meniscus injury is on his opposite knee from last year so keep eye on him Patrick Mahomes uh this is probably for anybody who probably spent like a number five draft pick on Patrick Mahomes uh number five overall draft pick on Patrick Mahomes probably saw him go down uh in the first half of Sunday's game against Jacksonville was like no but he um he just has like a little ankle sprain. But he he should be good to go this week. Don't have to worry about him. Mike Williams, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers. He has some kind of knee issue going on. The Chargers haven't said 100% what's going on with his knee. He may or may not play. So keep an eye on that. Tevin Coleman, a lot of you drafted him to be a kind of a running back two or three area. Um he has a high ankle sprain. I think he's going to be week to week right now, but more than likely he'll be out two to four weeks, I say. Uh, Devin Funches, collarbone. I mean, it's the Colts, though. I mean, they're going to struggle this year. But, hey, if you drafted them, that may be something you want to look at. Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, he has some turf toe going on, so he's going to be day-to-day, but... 
turf toe is a naggy, naggy injury. Um, it hurts like hell when you're out there running, and he's he's the premier receiver for that team. So look for him to be out there this Sunday. Uh, let's see here. Quincy Anunwa, he was like the fourth, third or fourth receiver on that on the Jets wide receiving core after them picking up Demarius Thomas from the Patriots this week via trade. So it moved him to four, but that actually with his neck injury, he's going to be done for the season. So you won't be seeing him anymore this year. Uh, Joe Mixon, he's a day-to-day guy. He hurt his ankle last week, day-to-day. Hunter Henry, he has a tibia plateau fracture. Check out the Fantasy Doctors to... uh, to get a little bit more information on that most tibia plateaus are are season ending um the chargers came out and said he'll be back in four to eight weeks ha yeah okay don't believe it don't believe everything you hear and the big one came out today uh sam darnold quarterback for the new york jets he's gonna be out for weeks with mono the kissing disease. Wonder who he's kissing in New York. But yes, he's going to be out for a couple weeks now, more than likely a month and a half, I think. He has to be quarantined in his apartment. Can't be around people. Super contagious. So he'll he'll be out for a while. And also, Le'Veon Bell underwent a MRI today. However, the MRI came back negative, so he should be good to go for Monday Night Football, which is excellent for anybody who owns Le'Veon Bell. And I am one of his owners. And um, and yeah, I'm he's he's a good player. He's still getting his legs back under him after taking last year off. A super, super good guy. I met I met Le'Veon years ago. I'm not going to get into the story how I met Le'Veon, but um, I met him at Spring Break and Panama City Beach, Florida. Cool guy. Real cool guy. And those are going to be our injuries this week. It's a lot, a lot of injuries and a lot of blows to some fantasy teams. But this is this is what fantasy football is all about. You have to be able to adjust and you have to be able to take these injuries and say, OK, what am I going to do? I'm going to take this number one receiver that I have and I'm going to trade him to get a running back or two from another team. Because I don't necessarily need this number one receiver because there's plenty of receivers on the waiver wire right now that I can get some decent production from. This is the way you have to think when you have injuries. So, I mentioned waiver wire. What does the waiver wire have in store for us this week? Oh, it has some good stuff for us. Some really, really good things for all of us who has a lot of these injured players. If you were a Nick Foles owner, Gardner Minshew didn't look half bad last week on the fly for the um, for the for the Jacks. He actually looked fairly decent. 
So um, if you're in a super deep league and you don't have a quarterback, then give Gardner, give Gardner Minshew a spin. Uh, like I say, he looked he looked fairly decent for the Jags. Came out 22 for 25, which is damn good. 275 yards, two touchdowns, and the interception. Uh, you can't ask for much more for a guy who just got thrown in, wasn't expecting to play. First rookie of this year's quarterbacks to actually get put into action. So um, if he's going to spin the ball like that, um, I'd, I'd give him a go. He went to the University of Washington with a genius offensive coordinator, head coach, uh, Coach Leach. So he can he can definitely throw the ball. He has, he has some, a good background behind him if you were watching the game when they were talking about him. So give give. Give Gardner a spin. Also, in that from that game, Tyreek Hill went down. And the guy I talked about last week was Miko Hardman. He is just as explosive as Tyreek Hill. I'm not sure if he's going to immediately get the attention that Tyreek Hill gets. I'm not sure if he... I, I don't think he can run as fast as Tyreek Hill down the field. But once he gets going, he he, he can go. Uh, Miko Hardman, if you're like me, you drafted him with your final pick. Uh, so for Kansas City Chiefs, Miko Hardman is is going to be great for them. Super explosive guy, super fast. Um, they shouldn't miss very much from Tyreek Hill. So we'll see. We'll see a little bit. We'll see a little bit of him on Sunday. You probably see a lot bit of him on Sunday. He'll he'll help help open that offense up for them. Also, a tight end. If you're looking for a tight end, the tight end department is kind of under reconstruction. Um, so with Gronk going. It was like, where do we go from here with tight ends? Oh, my God, there's not a lot of tight ends available. And what do you know? Day one, you have TJ Hawkinson, tight end out of Iowa, if I'm not mistaken, came through and exploded for six catches, 131 yards, and a touchdown. His kid is uh he's fast. I know the Patriots were looking to try to move up to get him, but Mike Coach Mike Patricia probably got a little bit of uh intel on that, and he picked up TJ. So this guy, this kid is gonna be good, super fast. Uh, he he's done he does fairly well with his blocking, which it doesn't really matter for fantasy football. However, it does matter because if he blocks well, it'll keep him in the game. And if he's in the game, he's he's out running routes to possibly catch the ball. So TJ Hawkinson, if you're tight in needy this week for wavy pickups. Um and the other two that I really liked this week was Hollywood Brown. Um, you can call him whatever you want to call him, but he's uh, he's called his nickname is Hollywood Brown, and 
He exploded last week. Only thing that worries me with him is he only had uh, 12 plays, just over double-digit plays. So, I mean, and, you know, he had a, he had only a couple plays and, and the thrashing of the Dolphins. But he, he came out and exploded with four receptions for 147 yards and two touchdowns. That's insane. Four receptions. That is crazy for 147 yards out of 12 plays. So um, just keep an eye on that. Maybe he is what they're looking for. Um, maybe maybe he'll get more burn now that he showed that he can play. But um, that's something to look for. Another wide receiver that I liked a lot and that I actually went for in a lot of my leagues was Terry McLaurin for the Washington Redskins. He looked uh, extremely well for them and did really well. And this is really good for uh, the DMV area because you got Terry playing good, Lamar Jackson playing good, Mark Ingram playing well for the the um, Ravens, uh, 107 yards and two touchdowns last week. So uh, these DMV guys are playing excellent. And um, uh, sucks. It just sucks what happened with Darius Geis. But you know, it's it's good that the DMV is putting out some decent players here that's playing well. So like I say, uh, Terry McLaurin for the Washington wide receiver for the Washington Redskins. It, again, if you're if you're wide receiver needy. Or if you got to kind of do that whole trade thing where you go out and trade one of your number one receivers for for a running back that you may or may not need because you've lost somebody, then you got guys like Terry McLaurin and Marquise Brown that were on the waiver wire after the first week. And these are wide receivers that's given good production. These rookie wide receivers giving great production. Five, uh, Terry McLaurin, five receptions, 125 yards, and, and a touchdown. And he actually played a lot of the plays of for the offense in that game against the Eagles. And the Redskins are probably more than likely going to be passing a lot this year because they're going to be down in a lot of games. So also on that team, I like Trey Quinn. Uh, he's probably going to stick on the waiver wires uh, another week. He's a slot guy for Washington. So I may add him. If he has another good game this week, I'm going to add him to my wavy pickups next week. So we'll hear about him again. And one more thing I wanted to talk about with the wavy pickups is running back handcuffs. Make sure, make sure you look at look into the running back handcuffs. If you have some room on your rosters, uh, just a couple handcuffs to throw out there. Minnesota's is looking like they're trying to be a power offense a lot, similar to what the Patriots did last year with their um, team. Seeing that the Minnesota Vikings quarterback is limited, so they think. 
Oh, that's basically what they're telling them. Telling you they have a limited quarterback, so they have a good defense and they have a good running game. But the handcuff for Vikings is going to be Alexander Madison. Uh, San Francisco, Tevin Coleman went down. So Raheem Mostart, he played a lot. He got a lot of burn last year with uh, Burita when Burita went down. So he's a good pickup to have as a handcuff. Also for Denver, Royce Freeman, he played quite a bit last on Monday Night Football. So I recommend him. And also Justin Jackson for the L.A. Chargers. Austin Eckler is a little guy. Um, and in the NFL, you take a beating, and he has a full workload now that Melvin Gordon is out, and apparently he won't be back until until October is what they're saying. So look for those running back handcuffs in your wavy pickups this week and see if they can do something for you. And just to let you know, again, Fantasy Fever is brought to you by the DMV Sports Network. We have a lot of different podcasts online for you. And if you want to stay up to beat with the Washington Skins or the Baltimore Ravens, anything DMV Sports, we have it here at DMV Sports Network. Great podcast, just like this one that you're listening to at DMV Sports Network. Oh, man, I'm getting hungry. Hey, man, what time is it? It's time for the Feed Me Five. So this week, the Feed Me Five, I got some people, you know, big name guys, big name guys, big name guys. Starting out at quarterback, we got TB12, Tom Brady. You know what he could do. You know what he's about. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what you got to do and why you should put him in your starting lineup. However, um, for the most part, the Patriots suck in, in South Beach, especially earlier in the year. Uh, the Pats usually suck it up down there. However, I think the fact that Tom Brady's getting towards the end of his career and he hasn't had a really good winning record against the Dolphins in South Beach, he kind of he's, he's, he wants to get to a point where he, ha- he can stick it to the Dolphins. So I think he's going to come out Sunday, get a chance to play with his new toy, Antonio Brown, as you may or may not have heard. Um and try to get him worked in on a couple things. And I think they'll work some things out. And Tom Brady will come out with another really good game, 300 yards. I'll say three to four touchdowns. Tom Brady, old man, OG. You know, like I say, you know what he can do. You know what he's about. And a lot of you, a lot of you drafted, including myself, drafted him late. And he feels disrespected. I'm sorry, Tom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At running back, I'm going to go with uh, both of the KC running backs. They put together a nice one-two punch last week in Jacksonville. LaShawn McCoy only had 10, 10 attempts, but he came in with 81 yards. Nice. 
81 yards. Uh, a lot of that coming off a chunk run, 31-yard run. But he came in with 81 yards. And then he came in with Damian Williams, who had 26 yards rushing on 13 attempts, which is probably going to push LaShawn um, into the starting role a little bit more because he can do more with um, what he's given. And uh, Damian's probably going to ev- – eventually get moved to like that third down catching uh running back but he did well in the receiving area of doing six receptions for 39 i'm sorry yeah six receptions for 39 yards so but i think this week against the oakland raiders they're gonna have um a team in oakland who's high off of their win on monday night football however it's a short week for them um they're going to come in, and I think what they're going to do is confuse the hell out of the Raiders, a young Raiders team, and then have all these players going all over the place in the secondary, and then the running backs just going to come up the middle and carve them up. So I think the KC running backs are going to do really well this week. If you have either one on your fantasy team, you will be good. I think Sean McCoy is more of an RB2, and Damian Williams is a good flex player. But those are my options at the running back position. And at wide receiver, this is crazy, crazy. Uh, OBJ, he's getting a lot of flack from last week. Um, again, he's he's one of those type of players. You, you've heard about him. You know what he can do. So OBJ, he's going to rebound this week and have a really good week against a weak, weak, weak secondary and the New York Jets. Also, like Darren Waller, at tight end for the Oakland Raiders, who I think I actually told you to draft in my draft preparations. Um, if you watch Hard Knucks, you you know that he's a uh, he has a really interesting story. Um, not sure if anybody, if you, any of you, have dealt with any kind of substance addiction or anything like that. I mean, I haven't dealt with anything like that myself, but I've I've known people who who have dealt with it, and it's a it's a process to try to get away from that, and it's a process to try to build yourself back up. and And he's he's actually a a, a great story, and it's more than football. Again. Uh, again with the more than football is it's more than football with um Darren Waller so I'm glad to see him doing well he came in on Monday night football and had a really good game with uh eight targets and seven receptions for 70 yards which is excellent so you already know that Derek Carr is looking his way so him and Tyrell Williams uh Derek Carr is looking their way so that's excellent. So I hope I hope he keeps doing well. However, he will do excellent this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. And um, on the defensive end, now this is crazy. I got two Cleveland Browns in my Feed Me Five, which is... What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? But yes, I have two Cleveland Browns in my Feed Me Five. Cleveland defense is going to be, they should be, great on Monday Night Football. The lights are bright, and it's just a chance for them to show that they've arrived. And I think they will do it against the New York Jets, who lost their starting quarterback to the kissing disease, as I spoke about earlier. And 
They, Le'Veon Bell is going to actually play. His MRI came back negative, so he will be ready to play on Monday. But I don't think that that will matter on Monday Night Football. I think the Browns are going to carve up the the um, the Jets on Monday night. So play the play the Browns defense. Also, I actually had struggle. I, I I think I like the Buffalo defense this week against the New York Giants. I think that'll be a good matchup for them. However, with the um, with the Browns, OBJ is going to be looking to stick it to the stick it on that New York field. So it's kind of a homecoming for him. I think he'll show out on Monday. And the defense will show out as well. Hopefully that helps your fantasy team. All these guys are going to eat really well this week. And I hope to eat really well myself this week. But that is your Feed Me Five. Is that good enough, man? Yeah, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm full. Let me get one more wing, though. I don't got no more for you. So a couple of things that I'm looking forward to in this week's games. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to watching the Patriots and the Dolphins. The Patriots are like a minus 19 favorite, which is insane. I don't think the Patriots will win by 20. They are extremely capable of winning by 20, but... I think they will come a lot closer to either losing or winning by 10. Hot take. You tell me what you feel about that. Most people are going to say, are you crazy? Did you see the Miami Dolphins last week? Absolutely did. And in fact, most teams who get embarrassed like the Dolphins got embarrassed last week usually come back and play pretty damn good the next week. So Patriots will win, but they're going to struggle to win. Tom Brady's going to play excellent, though. Um, that Minnesota-Green Bay game is going to be really good. Uh, that's in the 1 o'clock window, too. I think that's going to be good. Uh Looking to see, I like, I really like San Francisco, so I want to see their development over the year. Um, also, I'm looking to see what's going to happen with David Johnson. Um, I feel like he's kind of in a position where he may get traded this year to a more, to a better team. If they lose this week, next week, and blah, 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 which they probably will lose this week, I think he's going to start feeling like, damn, I love Arizona, but I want to win at some point. I'm getting old, got a great story, and I'm going to be a loser. I got to win at some point. So I think um, I think David Johnson's going to be looking to get traded. If you have him on your roster, hold tight. Hold tight with David. Hold tight. Be patient with David. Uh, that's Chicago and Denver game. Please don't start um, that quarterback for Chicago. Don't start him this week. Don't do that to yourself. He's. Uh, I think uh, the defense coordinator from last year, Vic Fangio, he, he is now coaching the Denver Broncos. He knows all. 
his dirty little secrets. So don't start. Don't start that guy at quarterback. Don't do it to yourself. Please don't do it to yourself. A lot of good football this weekend. Uh, Monday night football is kind of blah now that Sam Darnold's not playing. Uh, Sunday night football should be excellent. Uh, Atlanta's going to be rocking. Uh, one of two of Atlanta's home games in these first six games. They're not playing at home a lot, but uh, this is one of two of them that they're going to have in the first six weeks here. So Atlanta's going to be booming this weekend with Philadelphia coming in town. So that should be fun. Um, And I I think that's about it. We should have another excellent week of football. Uh, another thing to look out for is uh, if you're if you're Deshaun Watson owner, look at how many hits he possibly takes against the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. It's troubling uh, watching him on Monday Night Football against the New Orleans Saints just get blasted every other play because the line can't protect him. So. Watch out for that and see how many hits he take if he takes any hits. Well, he's going to take some hits because he he's excellent quarterback, but they don't have the right people to protect him, though. So look out for that, and that may be something you want to kind of protect yourself on with a decent backup quarterback. I think um, if they don't get that kid some protection, he's, he's going to have a short season this year. Let's see. Got everything out of the way. Anything else that I wanted to talk to you about? I should be um, getting you guys these fantasy fevers a lot at a better time um, next week. Uh, <laughs> true story. So I, I, I usually watch a show called Snowfall on Wednesday nights. And last night was the season finale. So that's why I'm recording on a Thursday instead of a Wednesday night like I usually do. Um, my schedule is going to get a lot better now that I'm not wasting my time with TV and watching TV. Uh, so you, you will have the product in the mail on time next week. Apologize to you for that. But I am here for you. Anytime you need me, you can find me on Twitter at hey underscore underscore MH. And if you know who I am, it's Marcus Hemingway with Fantasy Fever. And again, I want to throw this back at you guys. Uh, Suicide Awareness Month, please talk to people if you feel like they need, need somebody to talk to. Everybody... Everybody can use somebody to talk to. Um, reach out to them. Say, hey, I'm a friend. But hey, this is Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway. Bye-bye.